0: You know what's something I've become interested in that I never in a million years thought I'd become interested in? Here we go. Male art? What? I know. That's the Asian in you. Rogue. Is it? Is it? I don't think it is. You and I have always enjoyed getting a shellac job, yep. right? Pre COVID. Yeah. For years. <laughs> but now I feel like spicing things up a little bit. Yeah, the plain matte shellac is becoming a bit tired. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I feel know. like it belongs in the early noughties.
1: I'm- Early noughties, no, no. mid noughties, mid mid to late. I'm finding it hard to let go. I do still like my
0: greige. It's beautiful. That <laughs> is gre- your signature color tone. Yeah. That mushroom Greige. Color?
1: Greige. <laughs> <laughs> I know people are getting like those French tip, tip, color tip. Yes, interesting shapes. And look, you but- don't mean nail art, like you know, you get Mickey Mouse painted on there, do you?
0: Oh, is that a thing? Well, nail art can be like a flag painted onto your thumbnail. Look, I've seen even nail art where they do geometric shapes mismatched on nails or even getting a feature nail. Remember when getting a feature nail was a thing? Like previously when yeah. I lived in LA I used to go to this famous nail bar that was hugely popular and very hard to get into and 2000% busy all the time wow. and they were famous for doing all the fancy things and I never went down that path because I was always like "Nah, it's a bit naff yeah, yeah that was yeah. always my view it's a bit uh-huh. naff or not worth the expense like I don't need my nails to be bougie mm-hmm. But recently, I'm finding myself searching hashtag nail art oh my God. and falling down the vortex of nail art accounts. Yeah. I don't recognise myself. It's quite cultural, Aussies. We go
1: quite plain, yes, don't we? Generally, yes. I was having this discussion recently, actually, about Aussie fashion. Mm. Well, because a friend of mine in the UK once asked me, like, why do Aussies only wear like white, beige, and black? I was like, because our landscape is so colorful. colourful. Like, we have so much colour and vibrance. It's, I think. they were saying, why are Aussie weddings always the same colour theme? Which is white. <laughs> and I was like, well we have so much color in our sea and our sky and our flora and fauna for fuck's sake. And in the UK, everyone's always wearing color and doing nail art and wearing sequins ca- countering the shit weather. The grayness. That was my take on it yeah. that's why it's that way.
0: When I think of London, yeah. I think of a wet cobblestony road yeah. and then some high fashion woman wearing something so bright extra. green yeah. jacket with like hot pink boots. boots. Yeah. Exactly. And like a sequin something or other. I think climate has something to do with it as well it's very hot in australia so yeah. you're not gonna wear layers yeah you're gonna wear light clothing and a light linen slip in white or if you're lucky cream <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah i think nail art is cultural like it's huge in japan or asia yes. asia they love nail art yeah the uk loves it when i was in the uk i got a little bit like almost influenced yeah. by my uk besties because they were getting interesting things done i was like oh am i ready am i ready to get a tortoiseshell nail <laughs>
0: Well, I was blown away with the Oscars and the Golden Globes, how they have a nail stage, like a 360 degree camera for people's nails and they stick them out. Like I was like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. Another form of self-expression. But I think, you know how we talked about how we're coming into a bit of a post-war yeah. period? Mm-hmm. Well, oh. Post-COVID. Heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Sorry. Post-COVID. Post-COVID abundance. Yes. We were likening it to the period of post-war where in the 50s and 60s, everyone's home became colorful you know that famous tiffany blue kitchen like that sort of exploded in the 50s and 60s and post covid a similar thing has happened yeah so basically once again i feel like my new personal branding should be all bark no bite but i went into ruby nails which is mine and revs's favorite nail place in manly i had screenshots (gasps) of what i wanted and i fucking chickened out oh babe what are we gonna do well i Talk a big game like it was something spectacular, but it was just the colourful French tip. Yeah, yeah, what colour? I was thinking like a lilac. Oh, pretty. Yeah. Yeah. But like a bright lilac. You didn't do
1: it. I didn't do it. You've gone for a light peach shellac job. Yeah. Hey, you know what I just feel like you can't go wrong but you know I'm not normally behind a trend I like to think of myself as just on the top of the trend alright calm down no. <laughs> come on give me credit My <laughs>
0: credit's due I
1: usually know a trend when it's coming revs not when it comes to nails well I don't know I'm, apparently not I'm like really holding on to my like grey shellac job anyway I'm getting my nails done this afternoon maybe I'll shake it up why not we get into the let's do it we have
0: a thousand things to do but we'd rather chat to you with emails and meetings and husbands and kids we don't have time for this just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast hello and welcome to we don't have time for this i'm your host Gemma Pranita aka Gemma Peanut on the gram along with my co-host Revs hi hello hi happy tuesday
1: Oh, God. We didn't plan that. We really didn't. (laughs) It was a real Oprah moment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, happy International Women's Day. Guys, we're going to celebrate women today. Yeah. Revs and I had a bit of a powwow about this day. And we noticed that a lot of platforms, whether it's media, social, podcasting, if you like, we get to International Women's Day and there's a lot of rage.
1: And there needs to be.
0: Absolutely. The rage is
1: important. The rage is how we get shit done. But we just think there's going to be a lot of chat today about gender pay gap, about pink tax, about domestic mental load about all the reasons why it's shitty to be a woman
0: and There are a lot of reasons that it's shitty to be a woman. But I want to complain about that on the podcast because I've decided, rebrand number two, we are professional complainers by trade. And I want to complain about the hard side of being a woman for 364 days of the year. But today... But on International Women's Day, I want to celebrate. And we just thought it would be nice to just have a gratitude moment. Yes.
1: About why it's great to be a woman because I wouldn't be a man. I was just about to ask
0: you this. If I had the choice, it's, given the choice, yeah, of course, we wouldn't want to be men. Yeah, but I know exactly why. Do you know why? Well, I've been thinking about this. I've okay. been pondering a little bit. Women, we are better <laughs> with a superior sex. We are. We str- really are. We're stronger. We're more evolved. Yep. We're more tapped in. We're better multitaskers. We're better at maintaining relationships. Female friendship in all uh. of its complexities is better. Beautiful.
1: beautiful
0: there's a reason why girlhood the sisterhood is is a thing that women really gravitate to especially in our age like Hubs has his male friends but he doesn't have like my girlfriends like I'm in love with them yeah love with my life it's different for him it's like yeah my boys we're just gonna hang and have some beers and talk some shit and maybe surf it's like cool cool babe have fun with that yeah have fun with that
1: they don't have the intimacy of like you bet they're not like hey does your dick on like the third of the month feel this certain way (laughs) like they don't have that level of intimacy that we have no we're like how's your vagina six weeks post birth how's that going
0: how are your seven stitches was the seventh one okay like you know
1: we go to a level of intimacy yes that men just don't. and I
0: would never want to rob myself of those kinds of details of other women's lives no I mean female friendship is the joy of my life yes I want that for my daughter I want that for myself I want that for my son I know but he's not going to get it well <laughs> I hope that by the time he's older that men have worked through their shit to figure out that they can have these deep evolved caring involved friendships with each other now don't
1: add us we're clearly just having a major gratitude moment not all men and all that yeah yeah. Shit. I
0: feel like mums of boys get really tetchy sometimes when we go on a rage against men and they're like I have sons yeah yes we have sons too and they're not as good as our daughters <laughs> <laughs> Rams. I, look I'm
1: poking the bear here you but really I, are.
0: look on paper if we were to compare the life of a man yeah. versus a woman yes you choose the male life you would yeah. right if you were an alien in mars and yeah. they laid down male and female life and yeah. everything you have to deal with on a monthly weekly daily mental load everything <laughs> blah, 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 spiral i'm pretty sure the alien's gonna choose to be a man yeah right?
1: like- yeah, you could come down to earth and be a man. You can get paid more for doing the same amount of work. You have less domestic duties. You won't give a shit about most things. Less fucks given. <laughs> less fucks. Friendships are much more straightforward. All you have to do is play a sport and pick one alcohol that you like to consume. And off you go. Now, we know it's not that simple, obviously. But if you'd like to be a woman, well, first of all, you can bleed once a month for a whole week. And then two weeks after that, you can have ovulation pain, which is like a mini period, but no relief from the bleeding.
0: Oh, and let me sprinkle in some hormones. That'll fuck you up. They're called our curveballs. Yes. And then you can probably fall apart and cry
1: mm, seven to ten times a month, you know, that would be good. Now, then you also have to take on the primary caregiving responsibilities of the children in your life, but also... The parents and elderly people in your life, and the friends who are also falling apart on their other weeks of the month, you have to look after them too. And you will give fucks. You'll give more fucks than you've ever given before, and you won't be able to do anything with them, and that means you won't sleep. Oh, you also won't sleep because Because of guilt! guilt. And then you'll do the same job as the man, but you'll be paid 28% less. And oh, if you want to buy a razor in the supermarket, the man, his is
0: $4. Yours, fourteen ninety five. Revs, I'm going to halt you right there. We, we weren't going to gonna talk We about told this. ourselves we weren't going to go down the negative route and
1: yet here we are. Story short, if yeah. you were an alien from Mars, as you put it in your analogy, you wouldn't pick woman. No,
0: you wouldn't. But... I want to celebrate our complexities. Yes. And you know what? What? I actually want to celebrate the progression of conversation around being a woman. Yes. And how that's changed a lot because of social media. There's a lot of accessibility to information, new thoughts and ideas... Thought experiments of how to be a woman in a patriarchal world. Language to navigate that patriarchal world. Yes, I think it's amazing. And there are some real key leaders in this space, such as Clementine Ford. She's a female I'd like to celebrate today. Who really is pioneering a lot of the language and the ideas around shattering a patriarchal society. Or at least the way that we've been brought up to think about it. Well, that's
1: it. it. I think it's just a language thing because we've always felt it. You've always felt when you're not being treated equally or that something's really tricky for you or you feel uncomfortable but you don't have the language so you don't know why. Yes, And now we're really lucky to be at this moment in parenting where we do have language to bring up our boys and our girls with a feminist approach to the world.
0: Definitely. And I think our generation especially, and while there is a lot of work to be done, we are the benefactors of what happened in the 70s and 80s with women Fighting for their rights because I can speak only from my own experience, obviously, but. My husband and I are very 50-50 in how we parent. Yes, I definitely carry more of the mental load. Just a little anecdote for you. We have a first birthday party to attend this weekend. Now, because of COVID, there's been a lot of rescheduling of work things or things that I committed to, like going to the theater or I committed to a workshop, a lighting workshop, which is happening this weekend. And anyway, it all clashed spectacularly with this one-year-old birthday party, and I said to hubs sorry my love you're gonna have to go take the kids to this party i've got to go to this workshop and this theater thing yeah yeah it's all falling on the same day so we're doing a bit of a divide and conquer anyway he was like yeah no worries i'll take the kids to the party and then i thought i'm gonna chuck a little grenade oh, in there fun i went uh cool so just make sure you organize the birthday present oh yeah but it, it didn't even occur to him Ah.
1: Uh. He thought you'd just have it ready and wrapped on the bench, Correct ready to go. and
0: wonder. And this is what I mean about, yes, we're 50-50 on paper Right-o. for the chores, yeah. domestic duties, child raising duties, but it's that stuff, right, yep. that we always talk about the mental load And uh, he was like, well, what do I get? And I was like, you figure it out.
1: Yeah, a one-year-old. You figure it out, a
0: one-year-old. Bath toys. Yeah. And do you know what? Lately, I'm feeling really empowered about letting go of what people will think of the gift that Hubs bought and that it's not a reflection on me. Because yeah. this is what I find is why women in relationships do take on that load is because they get married and they're like, oh, I'm a unit now. Everything's a reflection of me. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. they do. Which is why people like, for example, buy gifts for their partner's family members, yeah. right? And that's something that I I took off my plate. Yeah. I was like, I'm straight up not doing that. So Hubs is in charge of that. But I had to do the work in myself. But that's because in your first marriage yes my first marriage (laughs) now for
1: new listeners jem is not in her second marriage but we always say she is because she had a major relationship before her marriage so i feel like she learned a lot of lessons in that relationship and she's practically in her second marriage yes in your first marriage you were not like that no i did everything you did absolutely everything you did all the gift buying all the mental load all the
0: thinking and you realized you got jack of it yeah so in your second marriage yeah yeah we talked about that how men give zero fucks thing right i'm trying to emulate more of that feeling right of caring less because for example in my first marriage I love that we're talking about my first marriage yeah. I wanted my ex-partner's mum to love like her gift. to love her gift yeah. and his sister for yeah. example to love. Gift, So it was important to me, even though the gift was from both of us, that I knew that they would know that I bought it. (laughs)
1: Because you would be embarrassed if they opened it and it was like, oh, Jamie's five minute meals. (laughs) Something generic. Is that awful? What? Jamie's five minute meals? No, sorry. I bring my own trauma. There was a a point in my extended family where every fucking gift was Jamie's something. Jamie's five minute meals, Jamie's salads, Jamie's fucking need a commercial kitchen. To make one piece of toast, book. Yeah, and I one Christmas famously declared in a fit, <laughs> no Jamie Oliver on anything for the Secret <laughs> Santa because I was like, you either get given a book about war that was like for the boomers, oh, or God. you get a Jamie's five minutes bullshit. So yeah,
0: yes. Anyway, so none of those. I just don't think it's
1: thoughtful. Anyway, this is wow. <laughs> yeah, well, gifts are my love language, so I would struggle with that too. Yes, yeah, yeah. But for a kid's birthday party, give no fucks. Whatever. Take a box of slime. I don't
0: care. Yeah, but once upon an old gem, Mm. I used to care about that. Yes, yes. I'm so glad you've let go of that. I have let go and it's liberating. And I guess I'm just sharing this in case there's a DL there who's like, yeah, I really carry the weight of that responsibility. And it look, I know people hate the term perfectionist because it's like a self-complimenting oh, no. deprecation oh, no, comment. no. I have
1: watched you live in a prison of perfectionism Thank your you. whole life. It
0: is not a compliment. Thank you. It's a prison. No, but I know that when I say I'm a perfectionist, some people, like my mum eye rolls, it's like, oh. oh, oh, you're a perfectionist. It's like um, when you're at a job
1: interview and they're like, what are, what are, your, are your flaws? What are your flaws? It's and you're like, like, I
0: work too hard. Yes. I give
1: too much to the company. It's like,
0: sure, shut up. Sure you do.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I love about being a woman. What? For all the stresses of being a woman, I would not give up the depth of the experience of being a woman in touch with your emotions, with your friends' emotional needs, with your kids' emotional needs, with your family. Yes, you have to feel life right to the edges sometimes, and sometimes that is overwhelming and a lot to bear, but I wouldn't give that up because I feel like there's life in black and white and there's life in colour, and I feel like women mostly for the most part live their life in full color definitely and we have each other to do that we have the witches' coven yes where we you know rally around each other and support each other and get around the cauldron and fucking work our shit out and yes we cry more and yes we fall apart more and yes we take more on but we're living but we're fucking living and that's what I think is magical about being a girl. I couldn't agree more. Also, I really like
0: clothes. I was just about to <laughs> say that. I enjoy the self expression yes. of being a woman. And I feel like I actually pity men. I feel like. Well, I mean, it's all
1: changing. You don't have to be a woman or a man. Gender's a performance, all that thing. We know that nowadays. But um, no, I,
0: I. We know that, but there's still a lot of undoing to do. Yes,
1: there is. But, like, you know, there are so many fabulous. Fantastic, beautiful men out there who are now
0: completely leaning into their self-expression,
1: hair, makeup, fashion, all of it.
0: Harry Styles. Harry Styles. I love it icon. because he represents the younger generation and he's giving zero fucks. Like he launched a nail polish brand. I love it. He's really playing
1: with gender yeah. and the, the extent of gender. But yes, in a typical femininity and self-expression, clothes, hair, makeup, nails, shoes, whatever, all that shit. Fucking love it. Fucking here for it. Happy to be in that world a lot of the time.
0: Can I celebrate another thing about women? Yes. And it seems very fitting for the state of the world at the moment, but women give life. Yeah. We fucking give give life. life. Like, can we just be smug for a moment? Yeah. Okay. I loved that when I was pregnant, I could say to my husband, I'm growing some motherfucking organs. What have you done today? (laughs) You know, I grew some lashes. I grew some skin cells. I fucking made nails. Without using my hands and feet. Okay. I felt really clever about it. I know it's biological. It's so basic. It's so basic. Any basic basic bitch can do that. (laughs) Yeah. But do you know what? they can't they can't do it they can't do it yeah and that's where i think it's boss to be women we give life men can technically
1: give life but really they just have a fun time for 15 seconds and then uh we're the ones who get the shit done yeah anyway sorry to our one male listener dom if you feel (laughs) under attack (laughs) but to all you bitches out there how good are women i thought we should play who run the world girls girls Who run the world Girls who run this motherfucking... I just love that line in that song. It's like, it's about that, like, bearing children and get back to business. What is it? Smart enough to make these millions, strong enough to bear the children. Children! Then get back to business. Yeah. I sometimes literally say out loud to myself, then get back to business, just to invoke some like Beyonce energy in my day when I've been bearing the children
0: (laughs) all day. All
1: the fucking day. Thanks, Queen Bee. We
0: love you, Queen Bee. On the clothes.
1: Yes. You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? It's fine, I have time for it. I just want you to talk to the DLs about how you successfully like completely changed your husband's aesthetic output into the world.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You don't have enough time for <laughs> Gem's curation of her husband's life. But you do have time for I've got for time it. and I want to hear about it.
0: Yeah, and do you know what? His family to this day still thank me for it. Okay, talk it up. Well... Paint the picture. Yeah, look, I feel like I'm throwing hubs under the bus a bit here, but... He and I got together in New York. At that point, he had been living in the US for six and a half years, Mm -hmm. which is a significant amount of time. There's Mm -hmm. some formative shit that went on in his 20s. Okay, his fashion, the form was off. It was very collegiate. Yes. Very Ivy League. Yes, yes. But not
1: chic Nora Ephron movie Ivy League. Not like a Tides... Cashmere sweater around the shoulders.
0: No, there was wedding, a bit of that. Wedding crashes vibe. No, there was a bit of that. Was there? Yeah. Okay. Except I'll, it
1: was from H H&M and M, l- and it was shitty. Look,
0: I'll <laughs> distill it. Okay, he was preppy. He was preppy. It was super preppy. preppy. And he loved pastels. Oh no. Yeah, like pastel yellow shorts okay. with a pastel blue top, and then maybe a pastel pink jumper. Like, oh, like wow. and throw in some pinstripes, and then some boat shoes. Oh, you hid this well from oh, me. I hid this well. <laughs>
1: Do you know what? There We're was like, a moment. There was a moment we need to talk about.
0: What? What moment?
1: There was a moment when you two went out for the day. Your Jem is massaging her, her masseters because she is laughing so much and her face is clearly hurting. My jaw hurts from smiling. Just remembering, it <laughs> was a moment when Jem and her husband got together, <laughs> and it happened on Facebook. They went out for the day. They put up a bunch of photos. This is when they'd sort of just gotten together. We're in the honeymoon stage. And your husband was wearing what can only be described as a go-go gadget. <laughs> Jacket. Trench coat. Yes. Now, nothing wrong with a trench. I have a trench. Trench is a chic again. No,
0: there's a lot wrong with there that a trench. a wrong with this trench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk it up. Well, for starters, it's that classic move of it was a designer trench. Oh. Yeah. Was it a Burberry one?
1: Yeah. Oh, what?
0: I know. But it's that thing where someone who has no idea about clothes and never spends money on clothes decided, you know what people wear to look good? a Burberry trench it went with nothing else in his wardrobe he was wearing it with like jeans and trainers but like bad jeans bad jeans bad cut bad trainers and bad sunglasses
1: oh sorry unforgivable yeah unforgivable the real sign if someone's got style is like can they select a pair of sunglasses for themselves he could not couldn't be trusted I'm
0: pretty sure they were like cyclists Glasses. I just. With a ber- you can just imagine. Look, no. bless him. Like, I love hubs and he'll laugh at this it's, and he'll 100% agree with it. It's so funny because the Burberry jacket felt rogue in his yes. wardrobe. It felt like, you know, that
1: kid's game where it's like a book of different heads, different torsos, different feet, yes! different clothes, and you like flip the top to change yeah. the top. It's like he had cyclist glasses, then
0: corporate jacket, <laughs> then beach bum pants, and then I don't know what shoes. The boat shoes. The boat shoes. They were so bad. There are boat shoes that are trendy, and then there are boat shoes.
1: There are actual boat shoes. Boat shoes. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was so... Oh, bless him. But he was a willing participant. Oh, then this isn't a good story. Why? You want the resistance? I had the resistance with my ex. Oh. He was like,
1: don't fucking change me. I am who I am. And I was
0: like, well, who you are has got to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's an interesting thing for you, though, is you married someone from overseas who mm. has different tastes. The whole cultural thing. Yes. Yeah. There's a mismatch there that Well, I happens. feel like you kind of got an American. That's exactly what yeah. happened. My husband's Australian, but he got totally influenced and sucked into that fucking collegiate world. Yeah. And his fashion was terrible. And when he came home to Australia, he looked so out of place. Yeah, so how did you do it? Well, talk us through it step by step. Look, there was one item of clothing that he clutched onto. Oh. And they were a salmon-coloured pair of chinos. Oh, no. <laughs> salmon chinos. He loved them so much. He had three pairs. Sounds like a pasta dish. <laughs> Chino a la salmon. <laughs> You know when you when you love something so much and you think it's really working for you, you're like, "Oh, I better stock up because I'm gonna wear these through." Mm-hmm. And I'd hate for them to be discontinued. Oh no! So I had to keep chucking them out, and he'd come out <laughs> still wearing, and I'd be like, what did you get those out the bin he's like the bin what do you, mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: you, feel like I've got, like, you get those out the bin you showed yourself <laughs>
0: you showed your hand I really did oh no and bad teas bad teas yeah you oh. know like with really lame prints that were like from the 90s oh. and I was like I'm so confused anyway I just infiltrated slowly mm-hmm. that's the only way to do it introduce a couple of pieces have patience have patience <laughs> I vaguely remember, Revsy, you having a conversation with your ex about round necks and v-necks because mm. he was adamant on wearing only round neck tees. Yeah, and
1: you know what? It came
0: back around. They've come back. Yeah, They've so like, kind
1: of ended up fashionable. Yeah,
0: v-necks, are just 10 years too late. Yeah. But v-necks at that stage yeah. of life. They were in, and he just wouldn't wear a v neck. I yeah. remember no, I
1: managed to make quite a bit of headway, and I think he'd thank me for it now, although he would probably not give me any credit for that. But he would not budge below their knees, and that to me was just like, Well, you're just broadcasting to the whole world how British you are. Because he would wear black socks with fluoro
0: trainers, but then with muted toned. Well, I have, he was all like
1: fucking, you know, chic from the knees up, thanks to me. Yeah. And then he just was like, Hey everyone, I'm from Europe from the ankles down. <laughs> Oh. And he wouldn't budge. He's like, they're comfortable. I'm like, well, I can't argue with that. Anyway, I end up giving up. My sister has given up. Has she? Yeah, because he just digs in and he's like, fuck you. And she's like, oh well. Oh, so he's Let stubborn. Trump
0: be Trump, you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so how I did it with hubs mm-hmm. I was just really honest with him. I took a fun approach. I was like, "Hey baby, can I style you? Can we make this a game?" Like, manipulation. I, well, I was just like, "Can we get all fucking share in here from clueless and can we go shopping?" Yes. Yeah. And cuz like I mentioned before in previous episodes, he never wants to spend money on himself. He yeah. doesn't see the value in clothes. That's why the Burberry jacket was a real wild card really for him. Rogue. Really rogue. But anyway, I treated it like a game. And then he got heaps of compliments from his family. Ah. And his brothers in law, <gasps> like one of them, James in particular, he was like, Where's that hat from? Oh. Where's that? And, he's, and got I, and I, he's got good style. And he's got good style. And the fact that he took interest in my husband's style, I think my hubs was like, Oh, Jem's onto something here. <laughs> then I gave him a color palette. Stop it. No, I did. I, I did. There was this one time that he wanted to go shopping without me. And I was like, you need to FaceTime me. And he was like, yeah, but you might be in a meeting. And I was like, okay. And I had to think really quickly because he was going to a warehouse. Of course, he went to a fucking warehouse. He's like, but there's sales. And you're like oh no we don't want the things that are on sale (laughs) exactly (laughs) but he went to this warehouse and he was correct i was in a meeting so i couldn't facetime him so i sent him a list of colors that he could work with all right what were the colors khaki green like earth red and i said not bright red it's like a dirt red like think burgundy wine colors Mm -hmm. they really suit him okay there's blues but he goes for that like comic book blue oh the like primary blue the rg
1: be blue yes i'm
0: like no 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 we want muted blues dusty blues you know anyway he succeeded he came home with a bag full of clothes and i the first thing i said was did you bring the receipt with you and he said, I did. Well,
1: I hope you gave him excellent feedback for hitting
0: his KPIs. I gave him <laughs> so much feedback, you wouldn't believe it. I, was, I feel like that's blowjob worthy. Honestly, I was blown away. <laughs> Speaking of blowjobs, but I was like, tick, tick. He just kept pulling items out. I was like, yes, babe, yes. I would have chosen all of these things. Well, congrats. Well, now You've arrived. he can shop for
1: himself. Well, he's your most wonderful achievement. He's your greatest achievement. <laughs> he's your proper Frankenstein. <laughs>
0: I do think I feel quite lucky. I don't know if lucky is the right word, but my husband is so happy-go-lucky. You know, he's just like, whatever. He's compliant.
1: Call it what it is. He's compliant. Okay, we'll go He with... does what you
0: want. We'll go with... It's important to you how it looks. He lets you make him look how you want him to. But if he put up a fight, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have the fight. I don't know. No, I wouldn't. I reckon you would. I 100%... Oh, my God. I We think talk about would. my previous marriage. <laughs> I i love that this is a thing now in gem's first marriage i won no wars in that relationship you you were happy with the aesthetic outcome i was happy with the aesthetic but there were a lot of other things that i pushed for and it was met with hard defensiveness yeah and i learned in that relationship to pick my battles now hubs is chill about stuff like he's doesn't give a fuck aesthetically. So because of the no fucks, he therefore is opinionless. Right. Girls,
1: find yourself an opinionless man.
0: <laughs> well, I think when it comes to fashion and homewares, highly mm. recommend because yeah. it means they're happy to defer to you
1: and call it what it is. You just want the control. You want the control over this part of your life. Come on, lean in. Like maybe. Own it. Yeah. Own it.
0: Look, I'll willingly admit I'm very Type A. If- oh, are you <laughs> i know right who'd have thunk it do you pack for holidays do you pack for him no oh which blows my mind because i've learned my sister-in-law does yeah. she packs for herself her husband and the kids yeah i used to pack for my ex what yeah wait
1: what yeah I used why to pack for- because i because-
0: <laughs> i'm sorry if you're listening i wouldn't trust yeah that if we went out to
1: like a nice restaurant is this
0: the art director in you coming out When you want art- to i'm ashamed to admit it i'm trying to let go of it yeah you're trying to art direct your family yeah yeah i mean you can relate oh i art direct my kids but and i will be totally smug about this but i think with hubs i've reached a level of my work here is done <laughs> 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 like i hope i haven't made him better for someone else for his next yes, marriage yes that's always the risk yes you just make them better for someone yes. else Yes, yeah i hope that's not the case mm. i mean i hope he's mine forever I just find it fun to art direct anyone.
1: I do it for my sister. Yeah, it's a creative outlet, isn't it? it? It's not about control. It's definitely not about changing anyone. If you think you're going to change someone by what they wear, I mean, that's just Kanye level crazy. But I do enjoy it. So my sister loves me putting together her shit. Yeah. She can dress herself. She's got a great style. But Mm. she's like, just take me shopping. So twice a year, especially if we're on holiday, I will go with her. She's like, here's my card. What should I wear? Yes. And I just like art direct her. Yes. And she loves it. And she's like, I wear those things all the time. I never would have picked that up off the shelf. Yeah. I find it fun. It's like
0: real life Barbies. Yes. I'm into it. Yes, it's controlling. Yes, it's not important. Is it but, fun? Very. But controlling feels like a strong word because if they're a willing participant, is it control? I don't think it if is. If your husband
1: tried to curate your wardrobe and gave you a color palette, you would burn this place to the ground. Gemma would. Yes. yes
0: so and flip it to make it fair. It's controlling. No, but I guess it's only controlling... If the recipient of the control is happy to be controlled. No, is not happy to be controlled. Right, That's what I'm trying to say. So I'll give you an example. I'm type A, not so closet control freak, open book control freak, you might say. Major perfectionist. Something I'm not good at. Mm -hmm. Makeup. No, you're not. Not my strength. No. I- and you haven't had to be because you have a very nice oh, face. Oh, shush, tush, well, <laughs> I wish that I could experiment more. Like sometimes, you know, on the very, 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 very rare occasions when we have our girls' nights together, mm-hmm. you know when one of our friends throws out like a wild eyeshadow color mm. and it just works and I'm like, wow, I don't experiment with my face the way that I do with clothes. Love clothes. Mm-hmm. Face, it's like I've got my recipe. You mean, babe, until like last year you didn't own a brush you <laughs> correct yeah so when someone comes into my orbit who's like really good at makeup and offers to do my makeup I'm like yes yes and I surrender yeah and I'm like right. I give you full control so because, you don't
1: feel like you're being controlled
0: no because right. I feel like and and I think hubs will agree with me here where he's just like no I know my strengths and weaknesses and I know my weakness is style <laughs> so he just lets me take control my weakness is makeup I don't know how how to do hair or makeup it annoys me because I can zoom out of myself and go Jem watch some YouTube tutorials you can improve on that
1: photography on
0: YouTube you can teach yourself makeup exactly but then I don't it's like cooking you know I theorize it Mm -hmm. but then in practice I'm like can't do it no so someone with clever makeup skills comes in I'm like I am your blank palette, do what you will. And whatever they do, I'm always like, fucking love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm that kind of person. Okay. I guess the real work would be why do you care?
1: Like, why do you care what your husband's wearing?
0: Oh, okay. Like, let's get yeah, Let's, yeah, let's okay. psychoanalyze here a little bit. Um, No, because I am a closet art director yeah. <laughs> as well. You and care I about like what people too. think. No, it's not that I care about no? what people think, it's what satisfies my eye. <laughs> Revs, honestly. <laughs> Before social media. It's satisfies my eyes. (laughs) I get it.
1: On one level, I really get it. Like some things make my eyes bleed. It's like that vase offends me. I'm actually a offended that that vase is in the world and that someone actually went oh there's a vase for sale on a shelf and it looks like a genital wart but I want that in my home and they buy it and they put it proudly on a shelf the whole thing goes through my mind like what were the stages of choosing that vase exactly. and bringing it home and putting it there and yes I know this. we're not okay we're sick we're sick people <laughs> but... I have a great reference for this <laughs> okay
0: what is this Body to anyone but us. Oh, great. Chuck it on the body. <laughs> Ruby nails. Interiors. Oh. Above, above
1: the sink. Okay. I'll explain because Jem's <laughs> in a state. Oh and her Botox isn't letting her laugh properly. <laughs> it's quite a sight to behold. The nail bar that me and Jem go to. The VM, the visual merchandising, shall we call it? The interior choices are wild. There's like. Uh, wallpaper that's m- that's mock brick. <laughs> then there's like very sexy photography of men and women having a midnight swim. <laughs> then there's like a shrine to a Buddhist god.
0: But above the sink, Revs. <laughs> next time you go in, the faux brick wallpaper ends. Yeah. And then there's a panel of like oh, god. gray stone. Faux stone. Faux stone. Faux stone on top of the brick.
1: Just one panel.
0: Just one. Like, I I can, like...
1: And wouldn't you love to be a person who could just tune that out and not let it bother you? But it makes your eyes bleed.
0: I ask, who chose that combo? (laughs) Like, who went to a wallpaper shop and went, I've got it. (laughs) I've got it. We need to couple this faux brick with faux... Rock, <laughs> like, it's, it's, like it's something to behold. If you live in Manly, go, <laughs> go into Ruby Nails. Like, get your nails done. You know, support a little, Support <laughs> a small business, for fuck's sake. Support local but Look above the sink And you'll just have a giggle You will You'll have such a giggle But we do need to say it. Look just because it's not my taste Doesn't mean it's bad taste No totally But can I go back to that comment about I like things that are pleasing yes. To my eye the argument I was going to make, because you said you care what people think, mm. right? If there was no social media, if there was no Facebook, if there was nowhere to project, right? Because yeah. obviously I project a lot online with my home because I like to share. Don't have to defend
1: it. We get it. No,
0: I'm not defending it. But if none of that existed, I would still <laughs> make things look good pleasing yes. to my eye I yes. just would yeah yeah and I did it in school I was that kid in yes, school with all the highlighters <laughs> with all the highlighters I remember very vividly in year three four and five this is when I went to school in Thailand and we started essay writing I would spend five percent of my time writing the essay 95 percent of the time doing hand-drawn borders <laughs> <laughs> on the A4 piece of paper so that my writing was framed by something beautiful. Like that is such insight into my personality (laughs) of how I'm so visually driven to the core. And that's not a comment on being vain. No, no, no God. I really identify. Like it But it's about aesthetics. Like, you know, I love symmetry. That's another thing. And actually I get irritated with myself for loving symmetry so much that sometimes I have chats with myself where it's like, let things just be. Yes. You know, go asymmetrical. It doesn't have to be balanced all the time. Yada, yada, yada. All those things.
1: (laughs) But yes. I didn't mean for this to get into a major psychoanalysis of your soul. No, it's fine. But uh, it is interesting. I I get it. I have that instinct. If I see someone in a whack outfit, I'm like, what? But people must look at me and think that about hair, makeup all the time. No,
0: you're very well put together. No. You are. Ah, four I out of seven days. No, I don't think... It's not full time. I know it's not full time, yeah. but when you make the effort, when you're being considered yes, in what you wear, you can pull it together. I there are some people who are considered and it's questionable, <laughs> <laughs> you know? namely men men that we love yes yes men that we love mm. i wish i could get my husband to wear shoes that's a battle that i've realized that i will never win and i'm okay with that and that's i kind of love that at least he won't wear offensive shoes exactly if he's not wearing <laughs> shoes he's not wearing boat shoes exactly exactly <laughs> hit me with your nuts spun. i said hit, hit me with your nuts fun. Fun. Doop, doop okay
1: i've got one. Oh, straight in it's basic it's cheap it's easy. Love it's it. Bit bogan. Oh, a bit bogan. Nah, it's not bogan at all. Kmart are doing really good vases.
0: This does not surprise me. Huh, well, you know. But tell us pretend more. Pretend you're surprised. <gasps> Kmart are doing brilliant vases. Yes. Tell me more. Okay, so I popped into
1: Kmart to get a toaster the other day. Which Kmart? Ring Mall? Oh, So have they stocked their shelves up? No, you know, it's an ongoing drama. Anyway, what they do have in spades is nice vases. Whoever is doing the buying on the vases is killing it. Yes, they're rip of other beautiful designs that fancy people in Sweden have designed, but but if you're in need of a vase, all different
0: sizes, shapes, styles, I bought two. Can you try and describe oh, on sure. our audio platform what the two <laughs> vases look like? Well,
1: one of them is fluted glass in an organic shape. It's Ooh. kind of like a narrow, wide Ooh, vase. Pretty. Yep. If you wanted to say tulips yep. in there, eucalyptus gum, if you like that vibe. The other one I bought was quite round with a bottleneck and it's like white ceramic really textural oh lovely like a rendered
0: yeah material anyway
1: just was so impressed with the range of vases that's
0: great at Kmart love it yeah what have you got for me I'm really happy with my not spot this week okay it's gonna surprise you great but there's method to my madness just get it out (laughs) beer cartel what yeah beer cartel beer cartel as in alcohol yeah as in alcohol guys I'm spooking an alcohol business and let me share why gifting gifting (laughs) fun fact about my brother and Mm sister-in-law Best gift givers of all time. Of all time. Mm -hmm. It's irritating. They're Mm -hmm. so good, but then I'm the benefactor. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna complain about it. Long story short, my husband is the hardest person to buy for because gifts are not his love language, but my family insists that we give him gifts, Mm -hmm. but he helps no one, Mm -hmm. so we're left to our own devices. Now, I'm always struggling, but my brother and sister-in-law, they got my husband a six. Month be a subscription Ooh. to be a cartel. Okay. So every month. A box of beers arrives at our doorstep. Brands he has never heard of.
1: This voice is very soothing.
0: And he just gets to sample new types of beer. Sounds like a very good gift. I just thought it was fucking brilliant. Yeah. And you know what? He was wrapped. Great. And you know my non-enthusiastic gift receiving husband? Mm-hmm. He showed enthusiasm. Enthusiasm? Yeah. He was even like, what a great gift idea. Like he acknowledged it. I feel like we need a public apology
1: to the picture we paint of your husband on this podcast. Yeah, I think you're well, right. Like, all he does is go surfing and can't dress himself. (laughs) He showed a bit of enthusiasm.
0: (laughs) No, he's got a permanent smile on his dial. But he's, you know, he's simple. He's basic. He's a happy-go-lucky guy. But yeah, he was really stoked. So if you have a person in your life who loves beer, I'm not going to genderfy it. Be a cartel to do these subscriptions. And I just think it's a really cool idea. Like, I would be really stoked to receive a six-month subscription to, like, a bubble tea company, <laughs> where like different flavors of bubble tea rock up yeah, sure. to my doorstep niche. every month. I realize it's niche, which is why there is no such business. I get it. But I'm just trying to say that I'd be stoked. Yeah. So I
1: think it's a great gift. I think it's an awesome gift. If someone wanted to gift me, say, a good pear day subscription, I would take it. What's a good pair? It's the same bit wine. Oh. Pear as in pairing wines. Oh, clever. Yeah. yeah. And you get like to sample different wines every month. I would love that if someone Brilliant. wanted to give me that.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. Well. We've reached the end of our episode. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. We love you besties. Hope wherever you are that you're doing okay. Yeah. And uh, I just want to say the Facebook group has been popping off. Yes. Yeah. After you mentioned it last week. Yeah. I So I, many new DLs. So many new DLs. And I'm sure you can already see just how much involved. It's so involved. And the chat about the not sharing beds. <gasps> the not sharing beds going off can i just say i'm really proud of everyone who came (laughs) forward and admitted that they slept in separate beds from their husband and carried a lot of shame and realize why is it shameful yeah there is no shame because we bitches are onto something because we're the ones getting more sleep because we're not tolerating a snoring husband Oh, something I do have to say before we sign off quickly. Hubs listened to the episode and he said, Hey, baby, you make it sound like we don't cuddle. Mm. He's like, We cuddle every night on the couch while we watch maths. Mm. And I was like, Yes, that's where we hug. That's, that's where, where you get your cuddle that's quota. That's where we get our cuddle quota is mm. on the couch on the when couch. we watch Survivor or maths. So don't share a bed, do share a couch. Happy days. Happy Tuesday, besties. Cue the outro. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast.